0: This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast.
1: For the fifth time in franchise history, the Denver Nuggets go to the Western Conference Finals.
0: It's a great challenge, of course. We're going to play against the uh, Lakers. You cannot relax. You need to play your game.
1: The Lakers, the seventh seed, will face Denver for the Western Conference title.
0: Now we're stepping into another realm, like Bronze level three. So now we got to take our focus, awareness, up a level.
2: The Western Conference Finals begin tonight right here on ESPN Radio, 8 p.m. Eastern, presented by Indeed. This is Canty Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Series XM, Channel 80. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I am Gabe Knight. So as we fill in for the guys today, the Lakers being in this Conference Finals is a bit surprising, considering where they were right around the trade deadline. They somehow rally, they go from 13th all the way to 7th, and now here they are, four wins away from going to an NBA Finals, which would be the 11th trip to the Finals for LeBron James, trying to pursue a fifth championship. When you hear those numbers, Ian Fitzsimmons, what do those numbers mean to you? What would that potentially mean for LeBron? 11th trip to the Finals, potential fifth ring for LeBron.
3: I'm never ceased to be amazed by what this man can do. I mean, he's 38 years old, and he averaged 29 points a game. Let that sink in. Now, I don't know he only played in 55 games because he was hurt, but still, 38. 38, man. And he, played, he averaged nearly 29 points per game, and I think, what, nine boards a game. That's insane. I mean, how many other players in the history of the NBA at that age and that many games, even though I know it wasn't close to 82, but still, were able to average nearly 30 points a game at the age of 38 after 20 years in the league? It's nothing short of remarkable. And I heard this conversation earlier. What would a fifth ring mean for LeBron? All right. I, the legacy talk drives me insane, as you know. And I have a very simple answer for, you know, what would a fifth ring mean for LeBron? He earned a fifth damn ring. That's what it means. <laughs> I mean, that's that simple. The man is one of the best to ever perform at his craft. In the history of the game, He's one of the best, and I don't want to get into any damn debate over you-know-who you and you-know-who. He is one of the best ever, and to get a fifth ring, how many guys have ever done that? You can count them on two hands probably. So, yeah. And this year, going back to your comment about when he hurt his foot, I'm on the air with Freddie Coleman screaming, it's over. You might oh, as well yeah. bust this team up. It's done. They are finished. They are, there's zero chance of them going from 13 to even the play-in. And forget the play-in, man. They fought their butts off, unlike the Dallas Mavericks, who were gutless pigs in the end, to fight for that play-in spot and see where they could go. And instead of of throwing their hands up and saying, you know what, we're out, they they hunkered down, stuck, stayed, and competed, and here they are in the Western Conference Finals. It has been a remarkable, majestic run by this team that I thought was deep-fried not long ago. You brought up, when we were having this conversation
2: earlier in the show, when, when Jason Fitch joined us to try to explain his oh, insane Lord. take from earlier today about how LeBron losing in the Western Conference Finals would be better for his legacy than losing in the NBA Finals. He tried to explain it. I think he did an okay job with it, I guess, but I still think he's crazy for saying it. But you brought up Tiger Woods. And I am a huge golf fan. I am a huge golf guy, huge Tiger Woods fan. Right like he, made, he made his professional debut right here in Milwaukee um, in 1996 when I was still a kid. So, like, being a kid, watching Tiger Woods in 2019, when he won what's presumably going to be his final major, and even then, like, a lot of people didn't think he would win that major. That Sunday, I tried to soak in as much of I, as I could of that final round of the Masters. Because I didn't know if Tiger was ever going to do it again. What I've decided with LeBron James right now, I don't know if he's ever going to make it back to another Conference Finals. If he wins this, I don't know if he's ever going to make it back to a Finals because he is 38. He's we've seen over the last couple of years the injuries that are finally starting to take a toll. Because the dude has gone to the Finals half the years in his career, and, and that's just so many more additional games of wear and tear to put on his body. And we're not even factoring in the NBA. It, it,
3: we're not even factoring international play.
2: Correct. Olympics and all the other things that he did earlier in his career. I am going to do my best. This is my promise to you, Fitz. I'm going to try to do my best to just enjoy whatever happens with LeBron, and I understand he's probably not at 100%. Draymond Green kind of hinting at that in in the previous series. Yeah, we know kind of LeBron's waiting, and then LeBron turned it on in the second half of the closeout game. But I'm going to do the best I can to just try to enjoy this, because I don't know if we'll ever see one of the best to ever do it. Wherever you want to put him in the rankings, I don't care. We'll, we'll all agree that he's one of the best to ever do it. I don't know when we're going to see him on this stage again. I want to try to enjoy him as much as I can because I know it's not going to be for much longer.
3: Yeah, and, and what I mentioned earlier, if you are just tuning in, is that in, in, in this day and age, you know, when, I may, when I say this day and age, I'm talking about the last 25 years. You know, it's, we, for some reason, take greatness for granted. And I don't think we truly appreciate it when we're watching it in in the moment. Tiger Woods was my prime example. You know when he's winning, you know the Tiger Slam and three out of four in one year, which I don't know if we'll ever see that again with the depth that's on the tour right now. I really didn't appreciate it at that time. It took to 2019 at Augusta. I'm with you, man. Soaking in Mm -hmm. every step, every every high five, him you know picking up little Charlie, and I mean all, all of it. Yeah, take it all in. It's one of those where you don't know when you're going to see that level of great again in that particular, you know, sport. And LeBron is right now, I don't, I don't think we truly appreciate or have appreciated w- what we have seen in the moment. Roger Federer, I'm guilty of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that he was one of those guys in an individual sport that I really did not pay as much attention to while watching him win Wimbledon for the 88th time or whatever it may have been. <laughs> you know, I mean, covering Dirk Nowitzki with the Dallas Mavericks radio network, it took for him to win that title for me to really go back and look at how unbelievable and what a generational-type talent Dirk was. And in the moment, is. So I, like, this is more of a soak-it-in message from Gabe and I. Because you don't know when you're going to see it again. You really, really don't. And for him to do what he's doing right now at the age of 38 is truly mesmerizing to watch. It's Canty
2: Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Gabe Knight. So as we fill in for the guys, and with that message, we can now move on to just you know talking about how these two teams match up instead of what the legacy potentially means for LeBron James. Here's Vince Carter, ESPN NBA analyst, earlier today on Keyshawn J. Wallen Max on what his expectations are for the Western Conference Finals. I
0: have the Denver Nuggets taking the series. In my opinion, I think Game One is important for the Lakers because at the end of the day, if this goes to seven, it comes back to Denver,
3: and Denver's been damn good at home. You understand? So, uh, I I think LeBron needs to establish, get his team, you know, establish their their dominance early, if possible. You know, particularly Anthony Davis. I I think Anthony Davis is huge in this series. So, I, I think the Lakers need to find a way to get one in Denver which is a tough task.
2: So here is where I think Anthony Davis really plays a huge role. He has been up and down, inconsistent throughout the course of these playoffs, and the Lakers have been able to survive it, whether that's LeBron stepping up or Lonnie Walker stepping up for a quarter and scoring 15 points. They've been able to piece it together and still get to this point despite Anthony Davis, for the most part, and he's had some pretty decent games towards the end of the Warriors series, but it was like, Incredibly great game. 30 points, 23 rebounds, 12 points. Oh, yep. he has another double-double. He has every other points. AD. Yeah, it was, yeah was a- it was every other night. He cannot do that. To me, he cannot do that if the Lakers want to win this series. They have to find a way to get Anthony Davis to have those consistent moments rather than just great game, meh game.
3: This isn't sexy to say, but I truly believe it, especially in this series where going back to the great, late, late great Jerry Sloan, it takes two greats to good and everybody else. And when you have two greats and, and you're good or all clicking, you're everybody else had better be better than theirs because that's what's going to decide who gets to the finals and who wins the finals. And there was a duo in Chicago who happened to be a little bit better than his in Stockton and Malone, talking about obviously MJ and Pippen. But this is one of those series where it is that everybody else that Coach Sloan was talking about. You know, AD and LeBron both have to be phenomenal. Jokic and Murray both have to be phenomenal. And I'm curious to see how under-the-weather Murray is tonight. I'm a little worried about my Denver minus-six wager right now. Kesty, oh get back on the phone, please, and uh, give us an update <laughs> on that one. <laughs> Mark Kessler, sure, will be on the call. Well, is Shannon allowed to call Kesty PZ. for a second time? Yeah, yeah, is that allowed? Get him back on the... Right, Kesty, if you're listening, text me and let me know how, how Jamal Murray is and Kesty how under-the-weather he really is, man. I got I got two college tuitions to pay for soon. But anyway, it's it's one of those where the others have got to be tremendous. I think this series in particular, more than Boston and Miami is going to be decided with a Michael Porter jr. You know, with a Caldwell Pope yeah. with an Austin Reeves, you know, with a, with a Russell. Those are the guys that are, if everybody is as tremendous as we expect them to be, meaning the big four in this series, whomever those others are the, everybody else's, whichever team has that wins this and i think it's denver that's why i bet them plus 550 uh before the second round began and right now i think they're around 230 at caesar's plus 230 meaning $100 wager gets you 230 bucks i feel tremendous value at 550 to 2 i obviously might even hedge a little bit but you know whomever those others are that deliver alongside their leaders like a jokic or murray or an ad and lebron that's a team that wins this series and i believe it's denver
2: Yeah, and to me, it comes down to Anthony Davis, and we we just said it, and Anthony Davis, he doesn't necessarily have to outplay Nikola Jokic, he just has to try to keep pace, because the one thing about Jokic is he will be consistent, yeah, it's not going to be a 35-point triple-double every night, but he's going to be really close to a triple-double, whether it's 22 points, 30 points, he's going to find a way to impact the game with his passing, with his rebounding, all the other things he does offensively. Anthony Davis just cannot disappear on the stat sheet because if he does, it's going to be a game that the Lakers are throwing away, and that hill is going to be a little bit tougher to climb since they're already going to be the team without home court advantage in this series. Speaking of Jokic, here's what the Nuggets center and two-time league MVP had to say about Anthony Davis.
4: AD is, uh, first of all, he's talented defensively, really talented, and they're looking for him. Uh, he, can, he can score on any kind of basket, rolling, short roll, mid-range, post-up, face-up, so he's a really good uh, offensive player, and on defensive end, uh, he's really, you know, he's uh, he's athletic, he can block shots, he's leading the, the, the playoffs in the blocks, deflection with the quick hands, you know, so he's, uh, he's really a really good defender, so we will see how it's going to be.
2: I am curious to see that defensive matchup. I want to see Davis on Jokic, because the dude, like, you called him earlier. The the God of the dad Bond, like, still somehow (laughs) it doesn't matter. Like, Anthony Davis is this super athlete where he's blocking shots all over the place, and yet somehow Jokic, who, you know, he's going to jump two credit cards off the hardwood, is still going to find a way to get
3: off shots and make those shots. You're giving him a lot of credit with two credit cards instead of one. (laughs) (laughs) And, and, And... Part of it is because like, he has a body like you and I, man. I mean, I mean, he has as much definition in his arms as we do. Yet he is one of the best players in the world. I mean, a two-time MVP, and he gets his shot off so high. Man, I mean, he elevates yeah. I mean, that that his set shot because let's not call it a jumper. <laughs> I mean, is so high up. He uses every bit of that frame that he has, and then his his running floater is damn near indefensible. So. To to look like that and to be able to play like that and produce when you look like me, I'm in awe, man. I mean he's he's he is the dad of the god, you know the the god the dad bod god. He is. He's, he's fantastic. And, well, so the and by the way, he's fed up about hearing about 2020. I mean, he said he made that comment yesterday. I don't even remember the bubble. I mean, he is so exhausted with that conversation. Losing to the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals again. I mean, it's, it's almost like he's using that game as fuel.
2: Yeah, and Jokic played pretty well against Davis with the primary defender, according to ESPN Stats Info, shot 53% 9 of 17 from the floor with Davis as his primary defender in those 2020 NBA Finals. But Darvin Ham. It's a new coach for the Lakers. Last time they had Frank Vogel. He's among those who have won championships recently who's been fired in the NBA. It's now Darvin Ham running the show in L.A., and he knows they're going to have their hands full with Jokic and let everybody know how they're going to try to stop him in this series.
0: Man, try to catch him coming out of his house and kidnap him. <laughs> no, um, I mean, it's just obviously everyone knows how great he is. And, uh, you know, just, we'll have to mix up, mix up pitches and you know, AD will start on him. But uh, we, have, we have a few different guys that will see action against him and just try to put the best foot forward every time out. But again, try to do everything we can to do our work early and keep him off balance.
2: Isn't that the plot of a movie, a '90s movie? What was that, Celtic Pride? I think that where they they kidnap the guy from the Jazz.
3: <laughs> Is that Dan Aykroyd? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I think it's Dan Celtic Aykroyd.
1: Pride. <laughs> and <Darman laughs>
3: Pen off the top rope. Well done, <laughs> Damon Wayne. Yeah. Oh my gosh, man! <sighs> here's a, here's a difference between not. I mean, just from a personnel standpoint. You don't have Dwight Howard to run out there and, and just trying to beat up Jokic for seven, eight minutes in a game. And then Javal mm-hmm. McGee, give him seven, eight minutes in the game to run out there at, at Jokic, right? This, one, this time, it's all AD. And Has that, to me, be. just those 15 minutes, that's going to be a daunting task for Anthony Davis.
2: How much do you think that's going to affect his offensive end? If he has to be the one, I mean, it's, it's different than being a guard and having to chase around Steph Curry because the dude's running around 7,000 screens every offensive possession, and even when he has the ball, he's moving like very few do in the NBA. But I would still think the physicality of having to try to defend Jokic is going to take something out of you throughout the course of the series if you're the primary defender like we believe Anthony Davis is.
3: Yeah, and then vice versa. I mean, who's checking AD? Who's checking LeBron? You know, I mean, so I would assume Porter's going to be on LeBron, but, you know, again, that's another question for Cassidy. Get him back on the phone. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> more so about the Murray update as far as uh, non-COVID-related illness. Uh, I, 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 the, the matchup, the game within the game in this particular series fascinates the ever-loving hell out of me. It really does. And how both coaches manage it, especially Darvin Hamm being a first-year head coach at this level on this particular stage.
2: Yeah, but he's been able to rally his team, and all the credit no goes to him as he's been able to
3: weather hey, the storm. We haven't talked enough about Darvin Hammond and the job he's done because that was almost an impossible situation to try and navigate when LeBron went down with that foot injury, and somehow as a first-year head coach for the Lakers, he was able to do it. He deserves a ton of credit.
2: Dick, can, can we get him back in Milwaukee? You think he'd jump ship and come back?
3: you <laughs> think looking that's, for a coach.
2: You think that's possible? I am in Milwaukee. I am. I am. I mean, it's an attractive job, right? We got Giannis. We should be fine. But I mean, he does deserve all the credit in the world for doing be the best and job. Keeping... Oh, I think it's the best job
3: of, of all the ones the that are open job. right now. I mean, think oh, about without it. Without a doubt, yeah. You've got you got Milwaukee, Phoenix, and Philadelphia mm-hmm. in, in actual correct order. Most wins in the last two years. is Phoenix, Milwaukee, Philly, and I would say Milwaukee is number one. Philly is number two, with Phoenix right behind Philadelphia as best available right now.
2: Yeah, because you have Giannis in Milwaukee. Philly, you have Embiid. But there may be a Harden problem you have to navigate through there. Who knows if he opts in? If he doesn't, they're going to have to decide whether or not they want to give the dude $220 million over the next four years, which doesn't nope. sound you know I appetizing. And it's the, the Suns roster is just... If you go there, you have to know it's a short-term job because Kevin Durant's going to be turning 35. Chris Paul is... Chris Paul was drafted in the same draft as Andrew Bogut, right? Like, yep, that was 2006. It was forever ago that he was drafted, and it's just a roster that has no depth to it. You need to have all of your guys healthy and invested, and I'm not sure if Aiton is healthy
3: or invested. Yeah, was Bogut in the 05 draft? Oh, yeah, it was was the
2: 05 draft, Yes. Yes, and Marvin Williams was the number 2 pick, and then Chris Paul went after those two. It was Bogut, Williams, and then Chris Paul.
3: Was Bogut, well, hold on, was Paul before a certain point guard out of Illinois? I thought the Jazz didn't the oh, Jazz were ahead, they took of, the jazz yeah, ahead right. of it. Yeah. They took Deron I was, Williams. I was with the, the uh, Jazz Radio Network, and everyone was going, you're taking Williams over CP3? Well, turns out I mean, he, had a, he had a very good career. But he ain't going to the hall, right? no, he, he's, The other guy he's not is. referred to
2: as the point god, right? Like, when you're the PG, yeah. the point god. You know, you, you've, you've had a decent run. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, Chris Paul is not getting any younger, and it seems like he's dealing with different injuries, understandably so, being who he is, um, in, in terms of being the size that he is, as long as he's been in the league, as many games as he's played. We talked about that with LeBron. So, th- that Suns roster, to me, isn't great. It's, it's not a great roster, it's, it's a very short term. If you can find a way to catch lightning in a bottle, you go there because you have, have KD. But to me, if you have the option, you go Milwaukee first, then Philly, then Phoenix.
3: Don't disagree.
2: Raymond Stanks. Felton apparently also in that draft. Dear right. Lord. <laughs> Think about that. Think about Raymond Felton and how old he feels, like how long ago he was playing in the NBA and Chris Paul was in that same draft.
3: and he still D- Darren playing. Williams again yeah, same position that John Stockton worked them both out until Jerry Sloan by all accounts go with Williams over Paul and Paul is still he's still out there hurt but he's still playing Darren Williams has been on the couch for a mile, for a while <laughs>
2: Yeah, and oh, by the way, LeBron was drafted before that draft. All those guys in that draft as well. That's how long LeBron has been in the league. We continue to talk about the Western Conference Finals and ask the question, what would a trip to the finals mean for two-time league MVP, Nikola Jokic? We dive into that answer. Coming up next, Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the
1: ESPN app
0: must be 21 plus Plus present President select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets pizza the number one pick in Detroit style pizza why it's simple Jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight s-a-v-e
1: Look at this. You hear this? You hear the bluebirds in Phoenix? Sheesh. Nuggets lead it by 30 at halftime. Let's go! Jokic back behind him over to Casey. Casey through the window to you. What a pass. Jump
3: off and pass in the end. by Casey B. Wow. The Denver Nuggets blow
0: out the Phoenix Suns for the second game in a row. The Denver Nuggets go to the
2: Western Conference Finals. Audio courtesy of Altitude Radio Network, Nuggets, Lakers, Western Conference Finals coming up tonight, Game 1, 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio. It's Kenzie Carl on ESPN Radio, ESPN App, Sirius XM Channel 80. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Gabe Knight. So as we fill in for the guys, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. And we welcome in... From the fine city of Denver, Orlando Franklin, he's the co-host of the Players Club on a one hundred and four three. The fan in Denver, in Orlando, what I want to know is: is Denver ready for this? Because the last time the Nuggets were in the conference finals, it was the bubble, so you didn't get to have that great atmosphere in Denver. They have home court advantage. Are Nuggets fans ready for Game One tonight?
4: Absolutely. Um, the the whole vibe around you know Colorado right now it's it's all about the nuggets you know and that's the beautiful thing about just being in Colorado you, you kind of get the surrounding midwest so everybody kind of trickles in whether it's utah or you know missouri or whatever the case may be they kind of trickle in and support this fan base but we are ready um fellas after i finish talking with you guys i'm going to start heading down to the stadium right now i plan to be in that stadium 30 minutes before tip off that's how ready i am and I've never done that before. So the whole state is definitely excited about tonight and to see this matchup.
3: Jazz fans may have something to say about that Utah comment, Orlando. But that's all right, neither here nor there. You stick with southern Utah, right? There you go.
4: Can they really – they, should they really have anything to say, though? I mean, when's the last time we, we looked at the Jazz like, ah, let's cheer on them? I feel like Denver has been good for about the last half a decade. Whether, you know, it's been in the bubble or the last couple of years, it just hasn't been a healthy basketball team. So now we're seeing this basketball team be healthy. You know, they got a lot of games together, even at the end of the season where Nicole Jokic got a little bit banged up. You know, it didn't look as best as what we saw, you know, for the first 40 games of this year. But now it's a healthy team and they're ready to go.
3: Well, if, you, if you're a diehard, like my mom raised us to be New Orleans Saints fans growing up in Louisiana, you, you stick with your squad until, well, for, you know, for better or for worse. There you go. Now, what what, what mm-hmm. does, if Jokic were to get to the NBA Finals, what does that mean for him becoming one of the basketball immortals? Is that the next step to go with those two MVPs?
4: Yeah, I, I don't think it's just get to the Finals. I think he has to win the Finals. Um, I, I, I don't think that it's just about getting there. It, it was Finals or bust for this basketball team. I know that they haven't reached got their national attention all year, but they were looking at, they haven't had Jamal Murray for 550 plus days. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. and up and down, a, a roller coaster wide. With Nikola Jokic this year, this was the first time that all three of those guys, the big three, have got to play together. And then you have Aaron Gordon doing his thing as well and playing at a borderline all star level also. So, I think with the health of this roster, you can't just get to the finals. You're going to, for a guy like Nicole Jokic, you know, for his legacy and to, for to, for him to be able to cement his legacy in the history books, it's going to take him winning the finals, not just getting there.
2: Orlando Franklin, co-host of the Players Club on 104.3 The Fan in Denver, joins us on Canty and Cullen, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Gabe Neitzel, Ian Fitzsimmons, filling in for the guys what is going to be the defensive game plan for the Nuggets as they try to slow down Anthony Davis and LeBron James?
4: So I think with LeBron, I think at this point, you've got to pick and choose your battles. I think you are going to put... Aaron Gordon strictly on LeBron James. And then when it comes to, you know, Anthony Davis, I think what we saw with KD and, um, Devin Booker in the last series, as far as just kind of blitzing those guys and getting the ball out of, you know, Devin Booker and Durant's hands, I think that's going to be the approach when it comes to Aaron Gordon. But with LeBron, I think they're going to just leave it up to Aaron Gordon and see if he's up for the challenge now. LeBron's going to go out there and he's going to get his, but can he do it for six or seven games consistently? We all watched, you know, that series against the the Golden State Warriors where game five you you saw LeBron kind of take his foot off the gas pedal knowing that he was getting ready to get after a game six. But this is a completely different basketball team in the Nuggets where you can't really give them a basketball game. So I think it's going to be more Aaron Gordon just one-on-one with LeBron but Anthony Davis, I think it's going to be more of a blitz attack and try to get the ball out of his hands and force other guys to make big plays until they hurt you.
3: There are reports that came out in the last hour or so that Murray is dealing with a non-COVID illness. How healthy is he coming into game one?
4: Well, we saw that. That was the same case a couple days ago for our game six against the Phoenix Suns, and the Nuggets were able to go out there and wrap it up, so I don't know if he's going to be able to play tonight. I'm hoping that he goes. It's signs are trending towards him going, but um, Jamal Murray showed that he's he's a tough guy. I think it's like a revenge tour, right, fellas, where everybody has talked about bubble Jamal, bubble Jamal the last couple years, and he's just out there playing basketball. So I think I anticipate him going and being very effective in in this series, as long as he's not trying to play a little bit of hero ball out there because he gets into kind of that mode every once in a while he has to be able to get his teammates involved like we saw in Game 6 in the, the Sun Series where now you have that great effort from, you know, Caldwell Pope and you you got Bruce Brown coming off the bench doing his thing and, and those other the surrounding cats are in a better rhythm of the basketball game. So hopefully, you know, the, the fact that he does have a little bit of an illness makes him take the foot off the gas pedal and get those guys involved a little bit earlier.
2: Orlando, certainly appreciate the time. Enjoy Game One of the Western Conference Finals tonight in Denver.
4: Hey, thanks, folks, for having me. Have a great night.
2: Orlando Franklin, host of the Players Club, one zero four three, the fan in Denver, joining us here on Canty and Carlin. That really didn't give you confidence, did it? With your uh, with your bet tonight, Fitz. You've got Denver now, minus six. It, You've been it, trying to find out. There been has been, text,
3: out. Right, been a text message to Mark Kestacher who's on the call, going, "Hey." How healthy is uh, is Jamal Murray coming into this game? Like, really, how healthy is he? So, if I get that answer in the next 21 minutes, I promise you, I will share it. I promise.
2: Oh, Excellent. Cannot wait. It's Canty and Colin, presented by Progressive Insurance, looking for a career you'll love with flexibility, great pay, and benefits, and one of the country's top workplaces. Come join their growing team. Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Coming up next, who is going to win the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes? We'll discuss coming up next. K.T. and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app.
1: We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles, and really
0: This is the Canty and Carlin Podcast. Time to earn some cash. The taste of money. The smell of wealth. Canty and Carlin's best play of the night.
2: The taste of money. Ian Fitzsimmons, Gabe (laughs) Neitzel, filling in on Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. And I am based in Milwaukee. I, I do a morning show on ESPN Milwaukee and... Here in the city of Milwaukee, sports gambling still relatively a new thing. Like, within the last six weeks, it finally came here. So I'm still easing my way in, but don't worry. Your boy Ian Fitzsimmons has you covered with the play of the night tonight. You're As he at is old, all ready for yeah. the Western
3: Conference Finals, you're, you're, you're looking at, and, and people are listening to an old bartender and bookie in college. So yeah, I've been around it for more than a minute. <laughs> yeah, and, you know what you're doing. And that's a combination that will take you six and a half years to get out of undergrad. Trust me, it ain't easy. But anywho, <laughs> I got. Uh, we're gonna go with a three game parlay tonight. All right, I like it. What do we Cant- got? Canty was on with us earlier. Mm-hmm. He likes the under two twenty two and a half. So both teams combining, total under 222.5 total points scored. I'm going to go with Nuggets minus two in the first quarter. He would probably choke me out because he's a Laker fan on that one. But it's just the first quarter, big man, just the first quarter. No no bodily harm to your Southern buddy. And then give me Jokic over one-and-a-half three-pointers made tonight. So under 222.5, Nuggets minus two in the first quarter. Jokic over one-and-a-half three-pointers made tonight.
2: I feel I I actually I feel really good about all three of those. Those I'm feel really it. good. That's that's just money. It's just making money. That's what uh, Fitz is doing tonight.
3: Update by the way on Jamal Murray. Got a text Ooh. message back from Kesty. He said same crud he's been dealing with for about five six days. He is going there. You go.
2: So he's he's ready to go. So you feel good about especially better. Nuggets minus
3: two. You feel better because you also have
2: that's not I got the, play the tonight. Minus but you've got Nuggets minus six.
3: And I got the Nuggets plus 550 that I got in the second round to win it all. I'm heavily invested in damn Denver. (laughs) Next thing you know is I need to buy a dispensary, and we're good to go. There it is. That's uh, that's the only way I could be more invested.
2: Let's get to three and out.
0: Sometimes it's the worst. 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 Sometimes it's the best. best. Either way, we'll get you straight with everything you need to know. This is. three. Three and out.
2: We've spent a lot of time today talking about the Western Conference Finals and the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, the team that they disposed of in the previous round, in the semifinals, the Golden State Warriors, had some exit interviews today. And their head coach, Steve Kerr, had this to say, Ian Fitzsimmons, about his team. Quote, anytime some trust is lost, then it takes the process, it makes the process much more difficult. And there was some trust lost. That's as blunt as I can be. We have to get back to what has made us really successful, which is a really trusting environment in a group that relies on one another to make each other better. End quote. That referencing an incident in the preseason in which Draymond Green punched his teammates. Um, and was away from the team for a week, but made it back in time for opening nights. So that the, the team never really repaired from that, and they have to find a way to repair that going forward, at least according to their head coach.
3: Well, you know, it reminds me of, what was it, Game 3, Kings and Warriors, where Draymond kind of went over to Jordan Poole, and Jordan Poole's like, man, don't talk to me. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I had this look about him like, I don't need it right now. I don't, I don't need it right now. And obviously that lingered. Going back to that, but that would, that would linger with me too, man. If a if a teammate clocked me, yeah, we're gonna have some issues. I Had a buddy of mine, Will Stratton, in college, he, 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 he late night one night knocked the stunt out of me. I, our relationship was never the same again. I don't even remember no. what I did, so and that's hard to come back from as a man. So I, I understand where Poole's coming from, and I completely understand where Steve Kerr's coming from.
2: Yeah, and and that's what. In order to kind of make this this whole thing work, obviously Green, part of the leadership, like that, that trio that has been so good for Golden State, you need these young players like Kavon Looney, like Jordan Poole to continue to grow, Andrew Wiggins to grow with everybody else. And when you have kind of a rift in that, I can see because it's a younger player and older player, A, it's going to be harder to kind of repair that, and B, that can lead to splits in the locker room. Yep, no doubt. Pat McAfee show is coming to ESPN in a multi-year deal. It's going to be airing live weekdays simultaneously on ESPN, ESPN Plus, and ESPN's YouTube channel. ESPN is going to be announcing a new weekday afternoon schedule before the show is uh, slated to launch this fall. SportsCenter going to uh, continue to be included on the schedule for ESPN. But this is a big deal. Pat McAfee has continued to build his brand into you know the show that he does. Obviously, it's been part of uh, College Game Day this past fall for ESPN. So He's he has awesome. continued his relationship right here at the Worldwide
3: Leader. And, uh, A.J. Hawkam, assuming, will be a part of it, along with everybody else, which he takes really good care of behind the scenes. They're all great characters on the show. My, my question is, who's on the dump button? Because that's, I mean, that's not a finger part, right? I mean, that's the whole hand slamming down. I mean, that's like no whammies, no whammies kind of thing, right? I mean, that person is going to get paid top dollar. They're going to get a workout. You're going to need oh, both yeah. arms. Because one forearm is going to be bigger than the other one, man, hitting that button. You're
2: going to have to make sure you're ready to go. I don't know if they're going to allow that, like, web exclusive. You get the, you know, you get the uh, the foul you're, language from that. this game. Ooh. Versus, if you are watching on ESPN, but obviously something I think everybody should be excited about because oh, again, yeah. Pat is has he makes it fun, right? Like sports is supposed Absolutely. to be fun, and that show has been a lot of fun. Uh, finally, the Victor Wimbom Yama sweepstakes tonight: <laughs> the Detroit Pistons, Houston Rockets, San Antonio Spurs, all with fourteen percent chance. Charlotte Hornets, twelve and a half percent chance. Portland Trail Blazers, ten and a half percent chance at landing one of the more exciting young prospects to come into the NBA. What's best for the NBA where he goes and get who gets the number one pick?
3: Look, it's not like there's some frozen market type deal in here where there's a top four market or a top three market where the NBA Patrick is, is really to looking to have the Patrick Ewing New York deal or or LeBron to Cleveland or whatever it may be to have the, the hometown hero stay there. Um, you know, the biggest thing for me is for the young man to stay healthy. You know, because yeah. he's a tall dude and at seven four. And we know big dudes have foot problems. See, going back to Arvidas Sabonis to Yao Ming. they were bigger guys, though. This, kid, this young man's kind of lean. So I think, you know, just stay healthy. I- Every one of those teams could use it.
2: Yeah, based on that, I guess I trust the Spurs, but maybe that's just because I trust Pop so much that they would be able to take care of him and foster him as he continues to grow and his body continues to grow. So I guess by that means, if we're rooting for him to stay healthy, I guess I'm rooting for the Spurs to get him. Of course, you can listen to that as part of our coverage, 8 p.m. Eastern, Western Conference Finals, Game 1. Coming up next, Joe and Amber. This has been Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Just want some money?
0: Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin Podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on the ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.